So friends, the Feast of Pentecost was celebrated in Jewish traditions as well. Their three main feasts were the Feast of the Tabernacle, the Feast of the Passover, and the Feast of the Pentecost, or the Pentecost celebration, which was the end of seven weeks, starting from the Passover and the 50th day, Pentecost. For us Christian Catholics, we celebrate the great birth of Jesus, you know, Christmas, we celebrate Easter, you know, we're just concluding the 50th day of Easter, so our Easter starts with the resurrection of Jesus, you know, the Passover, passing from death to life, and is completed with, with this day, the 50th day, the Pentecost. Jesus was born to Mary and he was born physically with flesh and blood like all of us in human form. So at Christmas we celebrate his birth. Today the church celebrates the birth of the church, right? We all celebrate the birth of the church. So where is the church? Who is the church? We are the church, right? We are the church. So we are celebrating our birth our birth at our baptism. I want you to think about when you were baptized, okay? Nahalem, David, Raiden, okay? Think, ask your mom and dad to look at the certificate, look at the priest who baptized you, look at where you were baptized, look at the date you were baptized. I remember I was baptized at the same church where I received all my sacraments. So it's easy to remember, right? So I was baptized on May 4th, 1967. That's how old I am. <laughs> Ancient. <laughs> so, and it's a joy, the priest who baptized me, may he rest in peace, Father Basilio Andrade. He was an elderly priest when I was growing up in the church and retired then. This huge celebration at his funeral. There's so many people weeping and grieving because he was a well-loved pastor. Father Basilio from Majorda, where he was, where he was a pastor. So the church celebrates our birth, you know, our birth into the mystical body of Christ. So how, how do we live that birth? How do we live that life, our birth in the Lord? So let me start by, or let me introduce to you a great story about a large ship that was off the South American coast and into the waters. It was stranded there with no hint of any breeze to move it. The captain and the crew was thirsty, waiting, you know, for fresh water to drink, almost dying of thirst. A few weeks they were there stranded. And way up on the horizon, far away from them, they see a steamship coming toward them. As it draws near, the captain of the, of the stranded ship asks, cries out and says, We need help. Give us water. We need water. We need fresh water. So the steamer comes near and says, Lower your buckets where you are. Lower your buckets where you are. 
the captain is distressed. He cries out again as the steamer moves away from them and says, please help us, we need fresh water. And the voice that comes back to them from the steamer is, lower your buckets where you are. The captain was very sad, knowing that they would die here of thirst. So he goes down. A little while later, a yeoman lowers his bucket and picks the water, tastes it, fresh water, sweet water, healthy water. All this while, this large ship was above the water. They were just off the site of the mouth of the Amazon. So sweet water all around them. They would have died had not this one man lowered the bucket. Friends, that's kind of what our Christian life in the Spirit is. As we often say, the Holy Spirit is the best kept secret in the church. Pentecost is not just on Pentecost Sunday. Pentecost, Holy Spirit, 50th day, the descent of the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit is with us. Can we lower our buckets to let the Holy Spirit work in us, work through us, work around us, to refresh our soul, to strengthen our spirits? You know, uh, St. Oscar Romero, one of the new saints in the Catholic Church from El Salvador, said this about you know, life in the spirit. He says, without breath, there's no life. You stop breathing, there's no life, right? We just saw it in recent incident. So also he says, without the spirit, the church is like dead bones, without flesh and blood. So that's how vital the Holy Spirit is to all of us. So can we think about how can we truly lower the bucket in our spiritual life, in our soul life? I don't want you to just come back while the church is reopening. I really want to urge you, real sincerely, very sincere heart, I want to urge you to really see this reopening of your heart, really seriously to see this reopening of your spirit. We are the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, St. Paul says, right? In his letter to Corinthians, he says, we are the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit dwells in us. We are the home of the Spirit. How can we let the Holy Spirit work in us and through us? We've been given the gifts of the Spirit and the fruits of the Spirit, those of us that have been confirmed in the faith, right? The bishop laid hands over us, coming from the apostolic tradition, and we received the gifts of the Spirit. Wisdom, knowledge, counsel, understanding, fortitude, the courage that we need at this time more than ever, you know, piety, fear of the Lord. All these gifts of the Holy Spirit are just waiting 
to flood our soul and our being so that we can flood the world and bring many to God, to Christ, to faith, to salvation. The Holy Spirit, we can, if we can let or permit the Holy Spirit to direct our lives, our lives will be transformed in such a way that we will never look back. We will always look forward because the Holy Spirit of God, that Jesus himself said, I've got to go so that the Holy Spirit can come and can empower and, and renew the face of the earth. Like we sing often, send down your Holy Spirit, Lord, and renew the face of the earth, renew the face of every Christian Catholic baptized on earth. That has to be my prayer. Renew the face of my spirit and my being, Lord. And when you pray and we cry out to Lord, suddenly streams of living waters will flow through you, as Jesus says in the scriptures. So can we make that step, take that step, make that leap of faith today? Holy Spirit can really help us, you know, fortify us or strengthen us to avoid the occasions and temptations of sin. The Holy Spirit can really help us, you know, avoid all the sins or the vices or, or the addictions that, you know, the world throws at us. Really, if we pray to the Holy Spirit, if we truly every day in our lives recognize that we are the temples of the Spirit intentionally, 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 certainly great things can happen. Great things can happen. You know, Venerable Fulton Chain, well-loved, you know, teacher of the church here in the Americas, right? So he said once about the church. He says, the church is the chosen people of God. But he says that we behave like we are the frozen people of God. Not chosen, but frozen, right? We are frozen in our, in our life prayer, he says. We are frozen in the way that we love each other and relate to each other. We are frozen in our ways of, you know, of, uh, of witnessing to our faith. And he says, we have to be a chosen people, not the frozen people. And get this, Holy Spirit can really defrost us. Holy Spirit can really invigorate us. Holy Spirit really can strengthen us to move forward in faith, in love. Let us today make that commitment. Holy Spirit of God, give me one gift that you really want me to work in this world and bring many souls to our Father God. Or the fruits of the Spirit. Have you known that there are the fruits of the Holy Spirit? Think about love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, generosity, self-control. And the church adds to more modesty and chastity. Can we ask the Holy Spirit to let these fruits bear, to let these gifts bear fruits of love and mercy through our life, through our action? That's what, friends, we are called to do. And if we can find a way, especially while the life has slowed down tremendously un un in unprecedented ways, let us take a real look at our faith. And the Holy Spirit can truly help us do that. 
Because our purpose here on earth is to be proclaimers of the word, is to bear witness to God. And every sacrament that we celebrate is by the power of the Holy Spirit. Let me just think about it quick. Baptism, Holy Spirit, right? Confirmation, Holy Spirit. Eucharist, I'm no magician. I'm no trickster. Holy Spirit, you know, when we do the eclipses. You know, confession, Holy Spirit. You know, anointing the sick, Holy Spirit. Marriage between two sacrament, Holy Spirit. You know, holy orders, Deacon Raymond going to receive his holy orders next week, this coming week. Holy oils, Laying down the Holy Spirit, laying of hands, Holy Spirit. Friends, Holy Spirit governs the church. Can we let him govern our hearts so we can bring many souls through our witness? In the name of the Father, Son, the Holy Spirit.